Thank you for listening in right now. Glad to have you here. My name is Nyla, and this is Greener Thoughts. I help you understand the environment today so you can experience a greener life. Let's connect online. You can reach Greener Thoughts by voice message. The anchor.fm link is in each episode's show notes. You can do so via the Anchor app or by email at greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. Welcome, everyone. There aren't any episode announcements for this podcast episode, so we're going to just dive in to the next segment, which is headlines from the hemispheres. As you know, or if you're new to Greener Thoughts here in the program, it's all about learning about environmental headlines from all over the world, from different countries, of course, and making it kind of brief so you get a quick synopsis of everything that's going on from all corners of the globe. So the first story and the first headline is out of Kenya, and it speaks to recycling in the face of the coronavirus and uh, making a new normal for farmers. So Kenyan recycling firm mixes kitchen waste to boost urban farming, and Warders had that story. This uh, piece is out of Nairobi, Kenya. And it focuses on different types of urban farmers that have had to keep float uh, financially in different ways because of the corona pandemic. And one of the uh, farmers that were focused in on the headline was uh, Francis Wakira. And he's an urban farmer out of Kenya. And he produces uh, small amounts of uh, vegetables or fruits on his plot of land with the help of Sprout Organic. And it's a company that is locally based and they are really great at mixing animal bone and foliage and seeds, dried leaves and twigs and other types of kitchen waste too, like banana peels. And they make a composite um, that is then sold to farmers like uh, Wakaira. And he uses that to, of course, farm. Wakaira is 71, so he's up there in age. And he used to rent um, out his um, tiny uh, dwelling shack uh, that he was in to different tenants before the coronavirus pandemic. But now he uh, sells uh, produce and makes a, a a nice amount with the kale and spinach and herbs that he sells. And so he makes about a thousand shillings or so, about $9.23 every so often. Uh, Right now in Kenya, there are close to 100,000 people who've been infected with the coronavirus since it was first reported with the first case back in mid-March. The second story in peace is out of Brazil and it focuses on animals and their being trafficked. So millions of animals trafficked in Brazil annually, according to a report, and The Guardian focused on that piece. This again comes out of Brazil. Brazil is home to a number of uh, animals within the Amazon biome, about 60% uh, of uh, the animals um, when it comes to uh, the Amazon are housed in that specific biome in Brazil. 
and 13% of the world's animals and plant life are really um, sustained there and live there. And so that includes 117,000 animal species and 46,000 uh, 46, species of plants. Now, back a few years in uh, 2018, there were a number of species that were listed as endangered, um, about 1,173 1, exactly, according to a report, making uh, Brazil one of the biggest hotspots when it comes to um, endangered species. Um, some of their threats include illegal uh, trade and take. Millions of animals are trafficked domestically and in and out of Brazil, according to the new report. And the author studies were um, the the study's authors were uh, also uh, commenting on the uh, lack of quality data uh, regarding Brazil's illegal trade and wildlife, and that it's not taken seriously enough, and that, that's going to have uh, dire consequences for biodiversity. And then lastly, we come to the uh, story about tigers in Western Thailand. So tigers seen in region of Western Thailand for first time in years. HuffPost had that story. And this uh, piece comes out of Thailand. There is the conservation group Panthera. And they focus on endangered species and uh, conservation uh, efforts. And so they went about capturing images of endangered tigers. But they saw that there were uh, tigers seen in western Thailand for the first time in nearly four years. And this sort of renewed hope in that this you know, fragile species could um, be uh, saving itself from complete extinction. Now, they uh, captured footage of three young Indo-Chinese tigers earlier in the year in 2020. And there are around 160 Indo-Chinese tigers still left in Thailand and about uh, more than 200 or so in neighboring Myanmar, according to some estimates. Now, globally, the, conser the conservation group Panthera uh, has stated that around 3,900 or close to 4,000 tigers are in the wild, and this includes Bengal and Siberian tigers. Treehugger.com is the amazing source for the majority of the news in this piece here, and so we're going to dive into it, and I figured to sort of bring about zero waste steps that are easy to come by and do. Of course, zero waste is um, not the prim primary focus um, of all the topics here on uh, Greener Thoughts. I, I t tend to scatter around to different ones, but I do love focusing on waste and waste prevention, waste reduction strategies, composting, and the like. And so with zero waste, it encourages uh, little to no waste to a landfill, primarily uh, no waste. And so with these uh, simple steps in grocery shopping specifically, you can sort of get a, a graceful routine going so that whenever you're grocery shopping, you look for ways to minimize packaging, uh, making sure that your uh, containers that you're bringing to the store are bags that you use over and over again. And maybe you're, again, uh, sh um, 
shaping your experience of shopping, grocery shopping, and to the fullest extent that you can, you are probably going to, um, you know, save some money in the long run as well, and uh, have plenty of space for other things um, in your home, and, you know, cut down on the bulk in general when it comes to shopping uh, next time. So we're going to dive into the uh, steps of zero waste now when it comes to your grocery shopping needs and uh, first start off with uh, the ones about grocery bags and reducing um, your um, you know, use of uh, plastic bags. So zero waste, many benefits is the amazing title for this. I named it and I think it's very fitting because zero waste has many benefits, um, small and big, and they add up to uh, huge uh, benefits later on in the more you practice zero waste habits. So we're going to cover 12 different steps of zero waste uh, when it comes to your grocery shopping. So the first is reusing produce bags. These are perfect, especially if you want to get the most out of cotton bags or netted or meshed uh, produce bags. You can use this for your fruits, vegetables, uh, things uh, that you know you can easily uh, get out of the bag. They are um, easily uh, ventilating air, super lightweight, and uh, extremely uh, durable and really cost effective and for the most part uh, cheap in, in price but not necessarily cheap in quality materials uh, and then if by chance maybe if you forget your produce bags no biggie but of course try not to you could of course uh, stuff the fruits or uh, other types of produce maybe bananas maybe oranges maybe pears maybe cucumbers in the grocery cart too you could maybe try um, using apples or bananas oranges other hard um, encrusted shell types of fruits and also uh, vegetables Number two is to uh, reuse containers. Now these are perfect for those who love big, large jar containers um, that happen to be maybe glass or maybe metal, this is perfect for you. What you have to do is of course, um, whenever you're trying to buy a weighted item from the grocery store, just uh, send the uh, containers to the employee, have them weighted, and they're going to tear, uh, tar, tar the jar or tear the jar on the scale before filling it with whatever uh, product that you want to fill it with, whether that's baked goods or seafood or sandwich meat or deli products, whatever you want to put in the container, you have it there for um, use. And then with jars, they can be easily the screw-on types or maybe ones that you snap in place, whatever it is that you have. Those are fine for things that are a bit wet and really great uh, reuse overall. And number three is to use your phone when shopping. Now this is one of my favorite tips and this is a way to uh, save, you know, um, time on you know writing things down on paper you don't need that and as long as you have your, your phone charged you're good so with phones they are incredibly useful you could use them to make grocery lists and you could also record uh, the prices of foods prior to filling your a bulk food container if you happen to shop at a bulk food store number four is to bring a cloth bag 
uh, for bread. Now, this may be optional for those who maybe are, are into buying bread or maybe haven't thought about a cloth bag, but it could uh, save you a bit of time and extend the life of your bread. Uh, just make sure you have a solid color cloth bag, um, nothing too fancy, it's just for bread and other uh, dry bulk items. Um, you could also use a pillowcase, and maybe one that's brand new, maybe one that's darker in color so it doesn't get too dirty um, with multiple uses. Number five is to avoid any small wasteful items. Now sometimes these can be uh, hard to spot, but when you look at them, they kind of do add up, especially if you buy multiple items um, or multiple products with the small tags or stickers applied to them. So usually these end up in the trash or um, they fall off, so your, your usual twist ties or your plastic code stickers like from apples or oranges, receipts. Um, you can go paperless with receipts, with receipts, and um, paper lists for those who, um, you know, use paper lists. You know, you can avoid um, paper lists altogether, and with with receipts, just go paperless. And with stickers, um, those kind of vary, but most often, actually, the, the in the U.S., um, the stickers are edible, and it's a it's a fun fact. Most people don't know that. But yeah, you can eat the stickers or stick them somewhere. Um, bread tags, they're um, in a class by themselves, but there may be uh, bread options available where there aren't any bread tags. Number six is to use your own bag to carry groceries. Now, this saves um, you buying groceries in store, whether they be paper or plastic, even though paper is fine um, and plastic is not always advised. Uh, sometimes you don't want to um, buy the uh, bags at the counter and that's totally great. So uh, opting for carrying your own bag in and your own bags out uh, is uh, the amazing step here. With this, it is a better as an alternative to the plastics that are available behind the counter. Now, if you've ever forgotten your bags at home and you've stuffed and you've uh, stuffed your uh, car, your vehicle with unbagged groceries, you know the pain of never wanting to do that again and never wanting to experiencing that again. So that will remind you to, of course, have bags on hand so that you can carry your, your groceries safely from your car and back. Number seven is to always keep your shopping kit with you. Now this means just having your grocery uh, bags, the reusable kind, your tote bags, your produce bags with you in your car, in your vehicle uh, at all times, either in the front seat or the back trunk, either way is fine. And if you happen to be riding your bike and maybe you're picking up some groceries, no problem. Just leave your bags, your reusable bags, in our mesh bags, produce bags, and near the space and near the front of your door when you're leaving, uh, just before you get on your bike, so you can grab them before you head out and uh, cycle on your bike to the grocery store to pick up a few items. Uh, number eight is to opt for recyclable packaging. Now, recyclable packaging, it is very um, uh, non-cumbersome. It's, it's great because you get to have that reuse in the product, have it be recyclable and have it uh, essentially be uh, endless in its purpose. Whether you are uh, reusing um, uh, salsa, 
containers, salsa glass jars, or maybe um, cereal boxes that happen to maybe not have that plastic liner uh, for the cereal in them. You have some reuse uh, in there and you have some recyclable capabilities uh, with those items. So at all costs, just choose recyclable packaging, whether this is glass or metal or paper uh, over lower grade plastic packaging. Number nine is to avoid products with excessive packaging. Now this is great because um, a lot of times packaging uh, is uh, a part of the overall product. And uh, with that, it can be confusing to recycle. It can possibly hurt you if you have uh, something that is uh, hard to open or you need scissors to open them or you even get stuck with styrofoam, which is really excessive as far as its packaging. So to cut down on all that, just get rid of it uh, essentially uh, from your thought process and don't even buy any product or item uh, that has excessive packaging. And then lastly, number 11, number 10 is to support stores that put zero waste first. Now, this goes to say, you know, shopping with smaller uh, stores that have reusable packaging or even bulk food stores, maybe they are a bit um, higher quality, maybe they uh, run you a bit out of your usual uh, route uh, home or to somewhere else, but I think that they're going to uh, save you a lot of time and effort and money uh, down the long run because you're only buying what you need in bulk. You're not paying for the name, special brands, you're paying for the, the food itself and you are bringing the container. And sometimes uh, in stores, they have the uh, containers that you can buy too. And so it's a win-win. Uh, and with that, you have those reusable containers and in, in local companies, they are definitely going to be uh, more flexible than your chain stores. So those mom and pop um, organizations and, and small stores or maybe the hipster uh, store that just popped up downtown that happens to be uh, a little bit of a grocery store and uh, very much bulk food oriented. You may want to, of course, check it out. Now, in searching for a new store that happens to be uh, putting zero waste first, look for community-supported agriculture um, when they uh, when you go about shopping. So they kind of focus on uh, the shares of produce and grains, and so it's an alternative to your normal food, and it's definitely community-supported. Zero waste is a lifestyle that, first of all, embraces minimalism and it rejects uh, disposing of items in a, a society that um, in America we kind of um, focus on the disposability of something or the, the, the loss of uh, convenience um, is, is such a, um, a highly... Um, marketable uh, mission that a lot of companies uh, they want you to hone in on. They 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 focus on convenience over sometimes the planet, and that's in many different uh, sectors that we we live in and breathe in and and go about our business with. When it comes to food, for example, uh, in some uh, companies 
they don't have um, packaging uh, that's sustainable. And so when you're focusing on maybe your uh, food, a lot of times there are uh, companies that are made just for the convenience sake. There are companies like um, uh, Glade um, or, or Dixie or these other companies uh, that have products that you use once and you throw away. Um, you think of your convenience foods for takeout, um, for um, barbecues, for little events, for luncheons. Sometimes there are plates that are easily thrown away, um, all types of plasticware, uh, napkins that aren't composted. There are whole industries um, catered to being uh, the ones where you, you pay for having the ability to simply throw it away. And that's what I want to focus on uh, a little bit with this um, news and learning about different ways to encourage zero waste so we don't have to deal with the, the, the responsibility of having to throw away items when we can simply reuse what we already have um, and, and looking to um, recycle uh, purposefully, but also uh, not paying for that uh, heavy price that it's it's uh, a price to our planet, but also to us in the long run when you think about it. Uh, zero waste is also focused on challenging consumerism. Um, here in the States, it's, it's a huge hot topic item, and we do a lot of online shopping. Uh, it's, it's extreme, and it's um, increased during the coronavirus pandemic. Um, that's no, we're no stranger to that. And with the zero waste, we also, um, it goes about encouraging alternatives, uh, reusable solutions just for every day. Um, we're going to get into a more um, zero waste options and tools that you can easily buy or have um, in your everyday space so that you can interact uh, easily and focus on eliminating your waste, um, you know, when you uh, get up in the morning. Now, uh, another part of uh, packaging and, and buying an item is the overall cost of packaging itself. It's fixed in the cost with food. And so when you get rid of the packaging, you're getting rid of the um, the the weight of the packaging, you're getting rid of the materials and sourced uh, materials used to make that packaging in itself. Uh, and you are getting rid of the labor to make that packaging, which is, it's fine. And also the shipping costs, fuel costs, etc. All these things connected to the packaging of products, whether that be the box, whether that be the plastic bag within the box, whether that be the um, plastic wrap and then the uh, plastic container that holds the meat and the sticker and everything else, uh, the, the metal ties that are around some portions of the meat and the plastic um, gelled um, baggie inside the meat to prevent bacteria growing. All those things you don't have to worry about uh, if you are uh, incorporating zero waste um, principles, especially when it comes to your packaging, your containers, reusing those and bringing those to the store. Um, some of my favorite zero waste uh, steps 
are uh, using the produce bags and also my phone for grocery shopping. I love using my phone for grocery shopping, one, so that I can calculate my totals for my food. Uh, another is that I can um, really inspect maybe reviews for the food if I if I really like it or I'm skeptical um, about uh, purchasing the, the item. I'll look maybe on Amazon or maybe on a, a site on Google Chrome and just check out some reviews for the product before I even put it in my reusable bag or my cart uh, that has my reusable bags. Now for produce bags, I think that those are great. Um, and any bag that happens to be cloth, maybe lightweight, big enough, um, you can use for a produce bag, no problem. And uh, I do love and I do practice keeping uh, my reusable bags on hand. I always keep them in my trunk. I have so many uh, from Giant. I have some from Aldi. I have some from Whole Foods, I think. And I have um, just those planted in my trunk, um, stuffed in one another. I have about 10 to probably 15 bags, uh, tote bags in, in store, um, tote bags from those grocery stores. So I always keep those on hand. They're great for everything, carrying multiple things, but also groceries. And for um, the step of reusable packaging, the recyclable packaging, I think that is valuable because, again, we're practicing um, looking towards zero waste steps that are really easy, really minimal. Um, one one uh, type of food that I wish was more um, accessible in its packaging and it being something that's almost second nature is to to focus on better packaging just as minimal as as can be would be those for like meat or like seafood those who maybe are pescatarian or um, maybe who want to sort of minimize their meat and also their package um their packaging use, I wish that meat um, had less and less packaging associated with it. Maybe cornstarch um, film for the wrapping and a cardboard, um, thick, thick cardboard um, for the a container base or something of that sort. And maybe a bamboo or um, biodegradable base uh, for the container part and then maybe cornstarch or biodegradable film for the wrapping of it. Something so that it doesn't have to be uh, half of it, the plastic wrap, you know, tossed away, and then the other half, the contaminated uh, plastic container that people may or may not clean out to be recycled. Things like that that are more um, more um, functional, but also more thoughtful, I think is um, something that can be improved upon. Now, with excessive packaging, I just hate it altogether. So I'll never be caught buying clamshell packages or uh, things laden with peanuts and padding. I just hate it because most often, sure, the uh, bubble wrap is great as a stress reliever, but in the long run, you know, recyclers are not going to be focusing on recycling that because it's probably not a market for it. So when um, shopping maybe on Amazon Smile or maybe a another site, I kind of I think about that in the back of my mind. What does this packaging even look like? Look at the pictures from the reviews. Places like that that kind of focus on um, what you're getting. Uh, you can see easily. So you kind of know, okay, what the packaging may look like. Um, and then just being extensive on that and researching that. 
some of the more difficult steps, I think, uh, include um, trying to avoid, as I can, the twist ties and bread tags and plastic code stickers and receipts. Now with receipts, I get it. You can make those paperless or just reject those uh, from the checkout um, option screen sometimes. And sometimes if you're working with a human and they happen to be, you know, manually, manually um scanning your items, sometimes they already print out the receipt and you can't necessarily say no. So um, maybe focusing on um, just rejecting the receipt period or shredding it uh, if I can. Um, Also with the plastic stickers, sometimes maybe you can just get away with not even uh, using the stickers period and just peeling those off because sometimes at the checkout counters, at least here in the States, uh, you can uh, get a attendant to help you sometimes and, um, you know, just type in the code of the fruit or vegetable itself or the, the, the weight or how many you have and they'll find it in the, in the computer base uh, for you at the checkout. Uh, with bread bags and the bread tags and twist ties, uh, there are probably um, 20 or so brands or different types of bread uh, in a um, grocery store, if not more. So, you know, just finding the ones that don't have those um, parts to them, I think, is uh, going to be part of the work. So we got our work cut out for us uh, next time, you know, you go shopping or I go shopping. Uh, lastly, I want to talk about um, the, um, the reuse containers for bulk items. I think, um, making those available in, uh, places that aren't a bulk store would be really savvy, uh, for, um, grocery stores to take hold and to, um, to do. I would love if a place had tins or stainless steel containers or glass containers that I could easily um, use uh, when buying my book items. I think that'd be great and it wouldn't be too much of a, a, a added burden because sometimes we may forget to uh, use our bulk item containers or you know put them in our cars and vehicles with us. Uh, lastly, I want to um, just focus on a mission for 2021 that I want to do, which is shopping at uh, more plastic-free and bulk stores. I know that um, some stores like Whole Foods, of course, have sections where they have uh, entire aisles uh, almost devoted to um, bulk foods. And so I think that I will be shopping at places like Whole Foods and other specialty types of um, places where I can easily buy foods in bulk. Um, I, I like that idea cause it saves money and time just finding what you need and not paying for uh, any waste because you're getting exactly what you need. So next up, we're going to uh, learn a bit more extensively about some, uh, different ways and uh, the different materials and equipment you'll need to uh, start and kickstart your zero waste lifestyle. The Mother Earth Minutes is where we all review in the next few minutes proactive things that we can do to, of course, combat the issue in the episode and to protect Mother Earth. Now, we can simply uh, do this by exercising these steps in zero waste. So the focus is on that and expanding what we can do uh, in practicing zero waste and how we can begin to do that with simple equipment, uh, simple items that can get us started. 
and we're protecting Mother Earth because we're not expelling um, different uh, materials uh, into uh, our environment, whether that be via landfill, especially because you're not producing anything that kind of warrants anything to go to the landfill. So everything here are just uh, simple items, really cost effective, will last you usually a long time, um, and you won't have to necessarily rebuy and rebuy these items, um, but if you choose to, you're just getting more of the item and it will still last a long, long time, trust me. So with these items, uh, these are simply 15 uh, items that you will definitely need uh, to get started in Zero Waste. If you have some of these, kudos to you. And if you don't, well then I hope that these will uh, set you on the path to a Zero Waste living entirely. And so we're going to look at uh, this whole kit essentially of how uh, these items will make your life so much easier. 15 different items here. The first one is the trusty reusable bag. Now these can come in your uh, linen, cotton variety, or hemp, burlap sack, recycled content ones, or uh, something that's repurposed um, that's still a bag. These are great options. There are probably more types of materials uh, that can be um, used uh, in the making of a reusable bag. But the point is you have a bag to work with. Uh, usually these are inexpensive, um, really last a long time. Sometimes they may rip and you can mend those or you can buy them uh, in bulk or in sets if you can. Number two is the uh, reusable water bottle. Now I love mine from uh, Incontigo, which I love and I've used for um, a number of years now. I've, I've used it since 2017 when I first got it from Target uh, and I love it. I can't do without it and it goes with me almost everywhere. And uh, there are other brands that you can support too. And I uh, have a few that you can of course um, uh, you know, learn about and research into a bit more if you so choose. There is Clean Canteen, uh, there's Incontigo, which is my favorite, there's Soul Bottles, and there's Retap, and then there's also Swell. Uh, number three is to use jars. Now, you can use uh, mason jars. These are really a go-to for many people uh, when it comes to uh, putting items in uh, a in a pretty way uh, set up in their kitchen they're more uniform and they look uh, all together um, just clean and cleanly and sturdy and you can store liquids in them dried goods uh, baked goods um, dried foods like beans and rice etc quinoa you can put a lot uh, in jars number four are to use produce bags Produce bags are extremely lightweight. Um, they are usually organic materials sometimes if you can get away with that. Um, but the main thing here is that they are lightweight mesh or netting, uh, really thin, but uh, material that's easily um, able to be cleaned or you're able to stuff it um, in, in, a, in, a, in a bag somewhere uh, with your other trusty bags too. It's just um, a point of uh, using the produce bag when you are able to uh, buy um, fruits and vegetables or when you ever are ever you know grocery shopping you have your produce bags on hand. Uh, number five are your reusable uh, spray bottles that you may have. 
Now, these are great for cleaning, and they come in so many different sizes. It's unbelievable, uh, especially with the power of the internet. You can buy, basically buy any size that you can get your hands on. And if you use eco-friendly cleaners, this is great too, because you can use the packaging either from, uh, these are from soap dispensers. These are great options, like for example, Method. They have amazing containers you can refill, and they also have um, their, their reuse um, bulk containers. And then everything from seventh generation has eco-friendly um, uh, uh, cleaning packaging too and the whole span of other types of green cleaners anything that you can get your hands on if it's a spray bottle or another container as long as it can uh, maneuver uh, easily that you can clean it should be okay for you to of course use over and over again and number six is the French press now, for those who may be coffee lovers, then this will definitely save you money and time. And you can, of course, reuse your leftover coffee grounds um, repeatedly until you can use them as a, a face mask, for example, or as compost fertilizer for your plants. Now, number seven is your amazing wooden or bamboo toothbrush. I am uh, definitely sold on using bamboo toothbrushes. I have uh, used them multiple times in the past and I have uh, one in use currently. And a fun fact is that one billion plastic toothbrushes are thrown away in the United States alone every single year. To um, fight that uh, stat, if, especially if you live in the US, then I suggest getting on hold and buying a bamboo toothbrush. That's great because once you're done with it, it's definitely compostable, so you can just chuck it in your compost pile or in your in the woods or maybe bury it. And whether it's from wood or bamboo, you are safely um, having that material biodegrade. Uh, number eight are the menstrual cups and pads that uh, you can use. Now, there are so many different types, and I'm gonna just name a few. Um, you can use um, the Moon Cup or the Diva Cup. Luna Pads has uh, so many different kinds of them. Thinks, they have their own trusty underwear. Um, Glad Rags, and there's so many others. And also on Etsy, if you just type in uh, reusable period products or uh, reusable pads or anything to that effect you will find them even on Amazon probably eBay too but you will find an option uh, just by looking and searching and you can type in also eco-friendly period products there are so many different types out there and you can learn a bit more about them also in my podcast episode I did way back um, it's episode 85 and it's called the stain of unsustainable pads and tampons and better green alternatives. I did that one back in 2019, and it was a great one. I, I really did uh, a lot of uh, in-depth in uh, research and kind of talked about um, a lot of different things with that as it pertains to women and pads and tampons in the history of that. Just so many things in that uh, podcast episode, and it was one of my favorites to do uh, just concerning us uh, women, especially because this uh, podcast, my podcast, um, there are a lot of um, female um, listeners. So I figured to uh, talk about a topic uh, that pertains to us. Uh, number nine are the refillable pens. 
Now, you can uh, have these from different uh, companies. There's, there's a few out there um, that happen to specialize in these exclusively, and then they do also regular pens or um, like that. So there's Lamy, there's Pilot, there's Stadler, there are other types. All you have to do is just search refillable pens, and these will save you a lot of um, time because all you have to do is just uh, look towards refilling the pen and getting those refillables and using uh, just a few pens and not buying pens repeatedly every single time you need to find a pen. Number 10 is uh, using stainless steel or glass or reusable straws, whether these are bamboo or silicone or another type of material for straws. Number 11 are stainless steel or wooden cleaning utensils. These are great. Um, I use um, them in cleaning and, and steel utensils. Um, I use um, mainly the, um, like a, they're like a reusable type of uh, sponge material and it's, it's easily broken down. It's made of all these like brown fibers, really great. Um, but you could also use stainless steel for like cleaning your pots and pans. And then for wooden utensils, those are great for cooking, sure, but also for cleaning. So I use a steel uh, Brillo pad for cleaning pots and pans. I love it and it lasts forever almost. And then the bamboo uh, round dish scrubber, I have one of those. And they last a long time and they're antimicrobial, antibacterial because bamboo naturally is that, it has properties of that. And so uh, it will last you a long time, it will not basically ever stink um, and it's really a good price. Usually you get one for probably less than like $10 or so um, in the cleaning aisle of your grocery store or supermarket. Number 12 is the uh, use of stainless steel lunch boxes or waxed wrappers. Now I've covered uh, my favorite type of wax wrapper in the past. I did that back in December 2019 uh, with bees wraps and I've since of course purchased a set of the bees wraps uh, product and I did uh, a little bit of a, a review in the, the um, Eco Company Spotlight segment with the uh, episode number 111, Honolulu's new powerful law to ban plastic pollution. If you want to hear more information information on the bees wrapped review I did, uh, then you'll definitely love that podcast episode. Number 13 is the use of a spork. Sporks are great. They are like the mother utensil of every utensil you probably ever thought of uh, at the dinner table. And they're handy dandy. You can use it um, almost anywhere um, in, in the flash. And you can pack it away in a backpack or purse, immerse, whatever type of uh, bag you have for whatever uses you can get from it. You can get so many different uses from it. Number 14 is using a cast iron uh, pot or even a glass pot or stainless steel pot too. Uh, these are great and I didn't even know that glass pots existed really. I've um, seen uh, them being used for uh, cookware in ovens of course but not necessarily glass pots like on the stove so I have to uh, definitely research into those and maybe get my hands on some. Number 15 and the last one is the compost bin. 
I did a whole podcast episode on how to compost, one of my favorites, and it's pretty popular. And a lot of people, a lot of listeners um, of Greener Thoughts, I think, love the uh, hands-on, nifty uh, home and to-do steps in those uh, episodes that are about how-tos. So um, with the uh, compost bin, it's easy. Uh, You can get one or you can make one yourself out of um, uh, wood, tempered wood, I think is the best, or another type of wood. Um, And then uh, building one, you can definitely uh, find instructions on YouTube or different um, home improvement blogs, uh, popular ones on the internet. And composting is super fun. Um, You never have to worry about smelly trash ever again. Um, and it's it's great uh, for multiple different reasons, a lot of which I covered in my uh, How to Compost uh, podcast episode. And I went into depth about uh, composting because I've been composting for a long time, since uh, 2014 or so. Um, and, and definitely it's been a life changer. And it saved a lot of food waste from the landfills, of which I am happy uh, to have done that. fact of the day is that for the first time a large hole in the ozone layer has opened up over the Arctic. Past ozone holes have been confined to the Antarctic. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club's Sierra Magazine in the July-August 2020 issue. So we've come to the Eco Company Spotlight. Of course, you know that it is a fun time in Greener Thoughts here in the program where we talk about amazing companies that are doing amazing things for the environment in their products and services that they have. Uh, I've covered so many different types of products and services uh, that you may or may not have heard of. Maybe your favorites or ones that are new to you and are very fun for me to cover and review and talk about extensively. And I get uh, so much joy out of doing this for all of you, but also because it's really fun to learn more about where these products are coming from, their backstories, their histories, uh, where you can find them, and so much more. I've been doing uh, this uh, segment a bit uh, since February 2019, and it's always um, something to learn and something to uh, dive into uh, a new company and learning its roots and uh, how big it's grown and how amazing it is. And one of the latest companies uh, I have the joy of talking about is a sensible uh, portions and their uh, unique garden veggie straws. So Sensible Portions wants to, of course, provide you with amazing high-quality snacks that are, of course, smart in their ingredients and healthy snacks for you and your family. Now, if you love quality in a bag that has no compromises and full transparency in foods, you will love the wholesomeness and the green standards set by Sensible Proportions and that it holds to itself. Now, so Sensible Proportions uh, products, they are amazing, but with their sustainability, they're remarkable. They're great because they're actually certified gluten-free. 
cholesterol free for those who worry about cholesterol. They're organic, non-GMO products definitely. They don't have any artificial or fake flavors or even preservatives. Easy to read ingredients of course. Kosher and also vegan. Good for you all around. Their snacks are amazing and their product selection is great. They have different types and especially um, it's one of the few companies I've seen that has uh, different uh, ounce sizes with their products. So they have them in 5 ounces, 7 ounces, 12 ounces, 14 ounces, 16 ounces, and 23.5 ounces and also 25 ounces. So pretty big sizes. They have their veggie straws in flavors of cheddar cheese, screaming hot, sea salt, sea salt with garden pea. They have their stars and stripes and they have their zesty ranch. With their apple straws, they have those in the flavor of cinnamon. And with their stackable veggie chips, they have those in flavors of barbecue, or BBQ, a cheddar cheese, pizza, salt, and vinegar, my favorite. Uh, they have a sea salt flavor and they also have sour cream and onion flavor. With their uh, veggie uh, chips, the uh, regular ones you can get in the big packs. Um, they have those in uh, ghosts and bats, hearts, and the uh, spring bunnies variety. And then lastly, they have their multi-packs with the sea salt flavor in the six pack. They have their zesty uh, salt and cheddar flavor in the 12 pack. And then they have their sea salt and zesty ranch in the 30 pack and their sea salt and zesty ranch in the 36 pack respectively. So as far as what I um, come to love in Sensible Portions, I love their products fully. And I usually get them from you know places like CVS or Giant usually because I love shopping at Giant, other places like that. Um, you can find them at a few different stores and definitely online too. And I love, first of all, the crunch factor. This is one of the few snacks that um, may be um, so much um, uh, so much on the crunch side that it's kind of unbelievable and it doesn't have any fake um, um, doesn't have any fake ingredients or anything or, or artificial about to make the crunch uh, seem distasteful and it's not like it's a kettle chip it's 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 purely uh, baked goodness and it's low in calories the snack colors are a bit different than your usual kind because I think they get the flavors the flavors and the colors mainly from the foods that they're composed of. So the, the, the orange that you'll get and the, and the yellow that you'll get and the green that you'll get from the veggie straws, for example, you'll get those from the foods that they were made from. So the peas and the, the, the celeries and, and the, the, the green beans um, and the, the pea pods and all those, the green is what you'll see in these straws. And the yellow is what you'll see from the squash or corn or other uh, types of coloring uh, with the yellow straws. And with the orange straws, you'll get those from your carrots, for example. So they love uh, coloring up the eye and the palate will love you. Um, I love it because it has a great salt taste and I love uh, salty snacks like, for example, uh, sour, um, 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 salt and vinegar chips. I love, like that's my number one favorite chip of all time and uh, that flavor. And so having that um, saltiness, that, that great craving for that, it's, it's, it's simple in a snack like uh, those from Sensible Portions and having those veggie straws 
I don't feel guilty about eating them because they're healthy, good for me, eco-friendly, and a great price all in one. And it's not overwhelming as far as the taste factor there. Uh, for me, I cannot just eat one bag. I will definitely eat multiple bags if I can. And they're definitely in my five to 10 uh, top uh, healthy snacks. So they're either in the top five or top 10 usually uh, if I was to pick any type of uh, eco-friendly snack. I will definitely be buying uh, more flavors of the snacks and products in the future, but I've had a few different types as far as I can tell. And I would really advise I'm eating them for maybe lunch or traveling or you're on the go or you're in the office or maybe at home and you want to pick me up or a midnight snack too because you won't really skimp on quality or crunch or tastiness. Now I give them five out of five green thumbs up. The packaging isn't recyclable and that's one thing I wish that they would change but overall I give them uh, high marks. Now, sensible portions can uh, be found in store and online. You can check them out in stores like CVS Pharmacy and Giant, Rite Aid, Safeway, Shoppers, Target, Wegmans, and also Wise Markets. And you can find them online at uh, Amazon and also eBay. Now, sensible portions can be found on the following social media platforms of Facebook. You can check out their page at Sensible Portions and also on Instagram at sensiblepotions.us, so sensiblepotions.us, that's all one word. So to contact Sensible Portions, just go to their website, www.sensibleportions.com, and then head to contact us at the bottom of their website to call or message them directly. This was a fun podcast episode to cover. I'm not surprised that I did learn a few things uh, with this episode, but in overall, I had a fun time uh, with this because it's it's one of my favorites because it happens to do with waste. Uh, zero waste is a is a, a great topic to uh, get to our problems around waste entirely and everyone can can do it and it's it's not so um, daunting when you think about it because it's just step by step little efforts matter and I really hope that this podcast episode will get you in the right direction and you can take little steps small but yet mighty and then get you to the overall hump uh, over to a living successfully zero waste and uh, full of uh, possibilities uh, in you know saving money and just uh, lessening the low when it comes to your overall grocery shopping and you know you're not having to deal with things like packaging and you're reusing uh, different containers and you're saving money all the while so I hope that this was informative for you and uh, really overall um, I really enjoy uh, doing these podcast episodes and I love that uh, you of course the listener have uh, shared the podcast episodes and have encouraged others to listen in uh, there's different ways of course that you can support Greener Thoughts uh, always by sharing and rating the podcast amongst other things like uh, sending in uh, the uh, monies to support the podcast episodes even though they'll always be free from from me to you, uh, any support definitely is um, definitely appreciated, and I am grateful for um, any ears and any um, you know funds donated to the podcast. 
Of course, there are different tiers of which you can support at anchor.fm uh, forward slash Greener Thoughts Podcast. You can, of course, uh, click the button support and there are different uh, tiers of 99 cents per month and uh, $4.99 uh, per month and also $9.99 uh, per month, all uh, figures in U.S. dollars, of course. But thank you always for tuning in and listening and sharing the episodes. As always, it means so much. I get uh, so many different listens and it just it just is amazing the support from all over. So uh, I hope that you have fun exploring and, and beginning the ways of zero waste. And I really hope that this was a tool for you. And uh, for others, it will definitely be a tool too, especially in the near future. Um, and so I hope that you can take care of yourself as always. And of course, our amazing planet, you can also take care of it too. Until next time, you all be well. Bye. Bye.